turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Are you ready for the Word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Thanks to God. Our Father desires to have a close, intimate relationship with those of us who are His children. But unfortunately, many of us who are His children don't take Him up on that opportunity to increase our intimacy with Him. Although the opportunity is there, most Christians don't have and enjoy the intimacy with God that He wants to have with them. Brothers and sisters, there are pathways that we can and should take to increase our intimacy with God. If we don't know what they are, then we should hurry up and learn what they are and take them so that we can have and enjoy the increased intimacy with God that He desires to have with you and me. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, i got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Amen. 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 Come on, get three, three, four, four, five, five around you. Tell them it's time to be blessed up in the house of God today. Come on, get, get two, three, four, four, five, five around you. And tell them to have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. And I'm telling you, y'all about to get blessed up in here, up in here in Jesus' name. How y'all doing today? So am I. Same Lord, same faith, same results. Praise God. I hope you guys came with an ear to hear what the Lord's going to say to you because the Lord's got something flat out to say to you. (laughs) Praise God. Something that's going to bless you and allow you to be able to step into the things that God has in store for you easier and easier as you move forward into what he has in store for you. So come on, have an ear to hear as the Lord invites you to draw near so that you can find out one of the reasons why it is he wants you to draw near in Jesus' name. Of course, we're going to continue the teaching that we started just a little while back, and that is Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Pathways to increase intimacy with God. God our Father wants us to increase our intimacy with him. He wants us to draw nearer to him. That there might be things that he might do for and through you that that he previously would not be able to do unless you draw near like he's beckoning you to. Because anytime God tells you to do something, it's a reason why he wants you to do something. God doesn't have you do nothing for nothing. God has you do everything for something. There's something he wants to do for you. Now the question is, are you willing to line up and allow him to do for and through you what he desires to do? Well, we've been learning pathways to increase intimacy with God. We're going to read our foundational text, then we're going to go into today's information, which I'm telling y'all is going to bless you real good in Jesus' name. Matthew chapter 3, starting with verse 13. It reads, Then come of Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. 
But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me? And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water. And lo, the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Of course, we know that this is an account of Jesus Christ, our elder brother, our Lord and Savior, brother like none other. He's the one that came through for me and you and then came to show you and me exactly what we need to do so that we could be the people that God wants us to be once he set us free. We are now children of God. As the Bible says, praise God, that they that have become, they that have received Jesus Christ have become sons of God. And we are the sons of God. Praise God. And so Jesus was a son of God and we are a son of God. So he can be able to train us and explain to us what it takes to be a true son of God. We found out that that word son is the word huio, which means son, but it doesn't tell us what kind of son. Because you can be a close son or a distant son. You can be a immediate son or a remote son. And we found out that Jesus was a close son because they called him a beloved son, a dear son. And he was a dear son because he was a near son. He was one that would be close to the father continuously all the time. That's why God could be able to use him like he wanted to use him all the time. He was one that did nothing other than what his father had to say. That's why Jesus could use, I mean, God could use Jesus to open up his mouth and say what God wanted him to say. Praise God. And he could use him to be able to flow through and cause gifts to flow through too. And that's the same thing that he wants to do through you. Praise God. But he needed him to do the same thing that Jesus did do, and that's draw near to him like he wants you to. Well, we found out that God wants us to draw near to us. Because we're supposed to be imitators of Christ. And if he drew near, then we ought to draw near. And, but he's given us an invitation to turn over to James chapter 4. Last of the foundational texts that I have for you. Before we dive into the day stuff, which I'm telling you, it's going to bless you if you got an ear to hear. The Lord's going to say. James chapter 4. Here's your invitation from God. That was before as well as today. It says in verse 7. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. We found out that God wants us to draw nigh to him. He wants us to approach him, to be at hand. He wants us to come unto him, to come near to him. He wants us to draw ever so close to him so that he can be able to do for and through us what it is he wants us to do. But we see that there's another part to the invitation that was given to me and you. And it's not just to draw near, but it's to let something else go far. It says... Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Well, we see that God also wants us to cleanse our hands and to purify our hearts. Praise God. We see he wants us to cleanse our hands, make our hands clean. Praise God. Because although we are born again, children of the most high God, we are the righteousness of God, and we're on our way to heaven and so glad. But there's still some things that we may be doing that might not be what we should be doing. There's still some things that we should be doing that we might not be doing. That's why God wants us to draw near to him so that we can begin to begin to see what it is he wants us to see so that he can be able to do what he wants to do for you and me. He wants us to draw near so that we can then purify ourselves, make ourselves clean, sanctify ourselves, and stop being double-minded and begin to start living out what God wants us to live out the way he wants us to live it out. Because many of us born-again believers, not, not probably none of y'all, but many of us born-again believers are still kind of double-minded about the things of God. We're still trying to keep one foot in the world and one foot in God. We got one foot in the church and we got one foot in the world and we kind of like doing the hokey pokey and still ain't turned ourselves around. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 
But God wants us to turn ourselves around. He wants us to dive all the way in. Somebody say all the way in. God, that's one of the reasons he's getting you to draw near and nearer to him so that you could go ahead and see why it is you need to draw all the way near, dive all the way in. Because when you see God for who he really is, you'll recognize that everything else that's fake that is not his. If you really see God for who it really is, then you'll draw closer to him and get as close to him as you can like he wants you to do, like a son that really is his. We found out, praise God, that seeking the Lord is, uh, is followed by forsaking our own wicked ways. We found that out last time in Isaiah chapter 55, that when he says, seek the Lord while he may be found, he also told us to, that we ought to get rid of our wicked ways, praise God. Because some of us still got some wicked ways, praise God. I said, some of us still got some wicked ways, praise God. We found out that they are morally wrong. Talking about in terms of right and wrong, that they just wrong. They just wrong, praise God. They just wrong. So God said, I need you to forsake those ways, loosen them, relinquish them, quit trying to get a grip on them and just go ahead and let them go. Because there's some courses of life, there's some modes of actions that he calls ways that are not God's ways. He said, my thoughts are not your thoughts and my ways are not your ways, saith the Lord. But we're about to correct that because our thoughts are about to be his thoughts and our ways are about to be his ways. Because if we have a desire to be close to God, then we found out that we should purify ourselves purify ourselves it's time to cut out those prayers about god i want you to take this from me no you put it down praise god it's time out for all these prayers about praise god about lord straighten me up and cleanse me up no you cleanse yourself up praise god you got some soap you got some water get at it blessed be the name of the lord the soap and the water is the word of god and we find out from the word of God what we ought to do. And it's time to be about it, about it. And we ought to cleanse me and you. Let the church say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Well, that's what we ought to do. Praise God. Found out we ought to do that because God wants us to do that. We found out, praise God, that God teaches the children of Israel about his dislikes and his likes when he draw them near to him. That when God brought the children of Israel near to him, he already knew the children of Israel didn't really know him like they were supposed to know him. They had spent years in bondage and never served a God like him. They had been in bondage all their lives and never even served a God like him. So now they get a chance to serve a God like him. They didn't know what to do. But he said, I'll show you what to do. So you don't try to do it like you did those false gods, but you'll do it like you do me. Because God said, I am holy. So he needs us to be able to conduct ourselves accordingly. Praise God. Holy, not ho-ish. Praise God. He wants us to be holy. Is anybody hearing me up in here? So that we can start straightening out some stuff. Praise God. And lining some stuff up. Because we found out God don't like no sin. We found out God don't like no sin. We found out he don't even like to look at it. He don't even like to, to look at it. He don't even like to be around. He don't like to scan it. Look at it long enough to even see that it's it. He don't even want that. Praise God. And that's the way we're going to be too. Because we're going to be children just like that. Because we found if God don't like it, we don't like it. Because we found out God thinks it's repugnant. It's distasteful. It's objectionable and it's offensive. It's offensive to his holiness. Praise God. Well, if we're going to hang out with a holy God, then we need to learn a little bit more to be able to walk like he wants us to walk. Now, a lot of times folks get all nervous about this. Praise God. And you shouldn't get nervous about this. You ought to get excited about this. Praise God. Because if God is inviting you to draw closer to him, it is to get rid of the things that's in you and or, or to help get in you the things he wants to get in you so that he can be able to cause even better things to happen for you than it's happening all right now. Now, is anybody in the house being blessed by God right now? Praise God. Well, the whole Lord is about to get better. 
Is it good for anybody's life up in here right now? Praise God. Oh, well, it's about to get gooder. Praise God. Amen. I said it's about to get gooder. Hallelujah. Because God's inviting you to draw closer to him. First John, please. First John, let's dive on into today's stuff. Hallelujah to the living God. I love the Lord. Y'all love the Lord. We got something in common. We talking about sinlessness, a result of intimacy with God. Sinlessness, a result of intimacy with God. First John chapter one. We're going to read, of course, the first epistle of John. You know, the one that he writes about the, the fellowship of love is the basic theme of this one. The fellowship of love. How you fellowship with love and what the benefits are of fellowshipping with love. And we know love is God. See, we're invited to draw closer in fellowship with God. Start reading verse one. He says, that which is from the beginning in which we have heard, which we have seen with our own eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested and we have seen it and bear witness and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the father and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you. Why? That ye may also have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. He said, truly, our fellowship is with the, with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. He said, I ain't playing. I ain't joking. I ain't fluffing. I ain't bluffing. Surely, my fellowship has been with the Father. See, you can tell folk that's flat out been with the Father. Praise God. Hallelujah. There's another, another something in their voice. There's a strength and an intensity in their voice. There's a whole other mannerism about them. Praise God. That surely I done been with the Father. I mean, you done came out of his greatness and you got some of that on you. Praise God. You, got, you done came out of who he is and you got some of that on you. Praise God. Anybody ever been with the Father? Anybody know what I'm talking about? You want other folk to have this too. You want other folk to enjoy this too. And that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to get them to come so that they can have fellowship with the Father just like he has fellowship with the Father. So they can have fellowship with the Father just like he has fellowship with the Father. That word fellowship right there translates partnership. Partnership. Because see, when you have fellowship with the Father, you have partnership with the Father. You get a chance to find who it is that you're in covenant with. You get a chance to find out who it is that you're living with. You get a chance to find who it is living on the inside of you. You get a chance to find out who he is, what he about, and what does he really do. Literally, it means participation or intercourse. Now, that word intercourse is talking about social intercourse, praise God. Before we go any farther, before y'all get, start getting all freaky deaky in your mind and stuff like that. No, it's talking about social intercourse or talking to folk, interacting with folk. Communing with folk. Are you listening to me up in here? So when we have in partnership with the Father, we literally are having participation and social inter- intercourse with him. See, there are things that God desires for us to participate in. Therefore, he invites us to have fellowship with him. We invite, he invites us to have fellowship with him. There is social intercourse that God wants to have with us to experience and enjoy. Therefore, he's inviting us to have fellowship with him. Because when there's intercourse and there's a sharing of what I have with someone else. And God wants to have social intercourse with you because he wants to share with you what he has. He wants to, he wants to, he wants to fill you with what he has. 
He wants to interject into you something that he has. It also translates communication. Because when we're having fellowship with God, we're having communication with God. We're talking with God. And here's the good part. God's talking with us. I said, we're talking with God. And here's the good part. God's talking with us. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's good when God talks to you. Hallelujah. It's good when God talks to you. God invites us to open channels of communication with him. Therefore, he's inviting us to draw near in fellowship with him. Let's read. It says in verse four, and these things write we unto you that your joy may be full. And these things write we unto you that your joy may be full. What things write you unto you? This invitation to come fellowship with us and with the father and his son, Jesus Christ. The reason why we write this to you is so that your joy could be full. See, the reason why God is inviting you into this fellowship with him is so that your joy could be full. God wants our joy to be full. God wants our joy to be full. God knows what it takes to fill up your, fill you up with joy. God knows what it takes to fill up your life with something that brings you joy. Now y'all some some blessed people up in here, you know, so, so, so maybe you ain't interested in having your joy on full, praise God. But there's some of us, praise God, we want our joy on full. Hallelujah. We want our joy on full. We don't like half a tank. We don't like a quarter of a tank. We might have to go somewhere. And we ain't got time to be stopping off somewhere else and getting on full when we're trying to get somewhere. God might come to you at any time and get ready to take you someplace. You got to have your joy on full. You know, the joy of the Lord is your strength. God wants your strength on full. God wants you power full. God wants you power full. To the point that you have all the power every hour that you need to do everything that God wants you to do. God wants your joy on full. That word full means crammed full, like a net. Crammed full. Hefty, hefty, hefty. God wants to like push the parameters of how much fullness you can contain. And since he made you a spirit, come on, Trey. He means he gave you a, made you a spirit with divine dimensions, praise God. Then that means that your dimensions are limitless. Which means you can't get enough joy. I don't care how good you got it. You can accept some more good. Can I testify? I got it good right now. But I'm, I, I'm willing to receive some more good. Praise God. It's great in my life right now. But I'm willing to accept some more. Give me Tony the Tiger. Anthony the Tiger. Praise God. T the Tiger. I'm taking them all. I want my stuff on greater than it is right now. And God's inviting us to say, come on, draw close to me so I can cram your net full with joy. To the point that you don't think I could stuff some more in and then I'm going to stuff some more in. And then you think you can't get no more happier and I'm going to stuff some more in. To the point you be saying, Lord, if you stuff some more, stuff some more in, I might pop. God will say, well, let's see. And he'll stuff some more in. Praise God. <laughs> You'll be like, I can't take no more. I can't take no more. God said, ha, ha. 
God is inviting us to participate in some things that'll make our joy full. Therefore, he's inviting us to fellowship with him. God is inviting us to participate in some things that's going to make our joy full. That's why he's inviting us to be able to fellowship with him. God is inviting us to enter into social intercourse with him so that we can experience and enjoy levels of joy that we've never experienced before. Therefore, he swung wide open the door and said to us, come on in and let us spend time together. Let us commune together. Let us talk together. Let's reason together. And let me socially intercourse with you and deposit some thoughts up in this inside of you that'll never happen if you had not been with me. God is inviting us to open channels of communication with him that'll, that'll have the result of cramming our nets full of joy. Therefore, he's inviting us to draw near in fellowship with him. Let's read. Verse 5 says, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. God is light. That word light means lum- luminousness. Luminousness. It's, it, it means it in the widest sense of the application. That no matter what needs to be illuminated, he can illuminate it. No matter where it needs to be illuminated, he can illuminate it. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that one of the many things that God wants us to do is to increase our intimacy that exists between him and me and you. I hope that you're not only seeing that that's what he wants us to do, but that we should do what it is that we need to do to increase the intimacy between God and me and you like he wants us to do. Otherwise, we'll miss the chance of a lifetime to be in an intimate relationship with the most awesome, powerful entity of all time. An opportunity that we definitely don't want to blow. I hope you know. We should do everything we can do to learn how to and do what we learn to do to become more intimate with the God who loves and saved me and you. That's what I'm going to do. I hope you do the same thing too. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. And speaking of coming through, there's an exciting fellowship at Word of Faith that I'm inviting all the senior saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to. It's called Age of Grace. Age of Grace is a monthly mature adult fellowship for saints ages 55 through 155 from all over San Antonio and surrounding areas that meets the third Saturday of every month from 9.30 a.m. till around 12 noon where our silver saints, our golden gang, and our platinum pack will get together for food, fun, fellowship, periodic inexpensive outings and day trips, and of course, the Word of God. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. If you need a ride, VIP transportation service is available for this too. 
Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to see you. So, if you've been blessed by the Lord to reach the age of grace, as age 55 through 155, and you're up for hanging out with some other saints your age who love God, love the Word of God, and still love having fun and fellowship and too, then Age of Grace Fellowship at Word of Faith is the perfect fellowship for you. So come on through and bring some other word-loving, fun-loving saints who are in the Age of Grace with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. And don't forget, if you're 156 years or older, don't worry, I'll get you in. You deserve it. And don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's absolutely no substitute for being in the house of God, fellowshipping with other believers and worshiping God. I believe every born-again believer should say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email to us, sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to all of you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. You've blessed us in ways that we never asked and or expected you to do. The Bible says God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. Well, since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's not going to be mocked concerning you. God's going to do for each and every one of you what he said in his word that he would do. That is, he's going to make sure that you reap what you've sown 100-fold. So we thank God in advance for all the blessings that we know are coming your way because of your being the blessing that you've been to all of us in each and every way. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do. That is be a blessing to a blessed people like you. So once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week.